Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is Miss Danielle Judy. Well, this is Property Judy on behalf of Revive Me Ministries. And I am, if anyone is on the line, just please give me just one moment. I'm going to get ready to update Periscope, and we'll go ahead and get started with week one, um, the the week one podcast. So just give me just one moment. I am about to get ready to update the group. I'm also about to send out the invitations via Periscope, and we'll go ahead and get started. So if you are on Periscope, um, here in just about one moment, as soon as I start a podcast, okay, so just give me just one moment, everyone. Okay, just give me just one moment. So I hope this was, uh, I'm doing this right. With this periscope, just give me just one moment. And I'm also going to update the group. So if anyone is in the group, I'm going to update the group. Okay, so... Okay, so give me just one moment. I'm going to update the group, and we'll go ahead and get started. I do have the podcast on Periscope, so I hope that I'm doing this right. Um, what I need someone to do is if you're on the line, can you tell me if you can hear me? Can you just comment in the group and let me know that you can hear me? That way before I, um, I get started, I can know that you all can hear me okay. Okay, give me just one moment, child. So if anyone can hear me, can y'all please let me know? I think what I'm going to do is take the phone off of mute just so I can, if you all can hear me okay. Okay. 
I always have problems with this uh, podcast. Ooh, okay. Okay, y'all. I need someone to let me know if you all can hear me. If you on this line, um, give me just one moment because the post that I shared, it went to the actual Facebook page instead of the group page. So... If you all can hear me, just give me just one moment. Goodness. Give me one moment. So can anyone hear me? I can't hear anyone. I don't, if anyone can hear me, I'm about to post in the group. If you can hear me, please comment on the post and let me know if you can hear me. I am going to see if there is a way that I can unmute this line so that, or, because the line is unmuted, so if you call in, you won't be able to hear um, anyone. And I'm still trying to figure out how to do this. I've been trying to fool with this periscope for about 20 minutes now. Give me just one moment. So I am updating the post in the group. Just give me just one moment. Okay, so I just updated the post in the group. If anyone can hear me, please comment on the post and let me know um, if you can hear me. Um, it looks like that we someone has added some members. So if anyone can hear me on the post, it just it's uploading, it's uploading. It just I just uploaded it. So please comment on the post and let me know if you can hear me um, that I posted on in the group. And I am about to go live on Periscope. Give me just one moment. I think I'm going to have to do this Periscope um, as a live broadcast, and I don't want to do it as a live broadcast, but um, it's going to have to be live. 
Okay, so I got it. I got it. Okay, so you all should be able to see me, okay, on on Periscope. Um, if anyone is in the group, can you please comment and let me know that if you can hear me or not? I definitely need to know if you can hear me or not before I get started. So I don't know if you all can hear me. I Please, can somebody comment? If you're on Facebook or if you have your Facebook up, please comment and let me know that you can hear me. Um, I am on Periscope, so if you have the Periscope account, I'm sorry. I couldn't try to figure out how to send it out, how to get the um, the broadcast to go out like I did last time, but it does show that I am broadcasting live. So if you um, have your Periscope app on the line, on the phone, um, Definitely, uh, you can also watch live via Periscope, uh, but I need to know if you all can hear me okay. That is the thing that I need to definitely make sure if you all can hear me okay, and I'm not, no one is posted in the group letting me know if you can hear okay, and so that's what's kind of concerning me. I don't want to kind of start going and believing that everybody can hear me and no one can hear me. So if anyone can hear me, um, can you please let me know? Um, if you can hear me, that I, I can definitely appreciate that. Um, what I think I'm going to do, well, you know what, what I'm going to do, let me do this. Because I have it on mute. Can anybody hear me? I hear you just fine. I was trying to comment, but it kept saying that it was would upload, um, it would post after I got off the phone because I'm using my phone. So that's why you couldn't see it, but I hear you this time. Okay, so I had it on mute. So <laughs> I'm sorry to be late, um, but it's, all, it's already some applications. But I'm going to go ahead and get started simply because um, it's already 9-11, and I do not want to take up no more than an hour of your all, of your all time this evening because I know if anyone is calling in via Eastern time, um, the time is 10, 11, and so I definitely don't want to take up your time. I know if anyone's like me, you all have to go to work in the morning. But I definitely thank each and every one of you all for calling out. If you want to listen to the replay, you might have to kind of fast forward it a little bit to kind of bypass the, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? But I do see that um, you all, some people have been adding some people, and definitely thank you for that. So it's a total of 40 seven or 46 people. I don't know who all is watching or who all is actually um, actually going to be committed to this, but definitely I want to thank you all for your time, for being obedient to what the vision of the Lord has um, put in me to be able to just be a vessel to present. Now, for some of you, as you all um, may know, my name is Prophetess Judy or Danielle Judy. I was posting through my page a lot under Danielle Judy. I would no longer be posting under that page during the consecration. Um, I'm going to be posting under Revive Me Ministries. So any post that you see under Revive Me Ministries, that is actually me posting. Um, I know a lot of uh, you all are talking about de deactivating your account. If I could share something with you all before I get started with the Lord, share with me, because I kept trying to deactivate my account. And it was interesting because I thought I deactivated my account twice. And when I went into the group to tag uh, everyone in the picture, the post about the conference, um, it did let me know that the post was actually still up. My account was still up. And what the Lord showed me is I'm trying to teach you discipline this season. So deactivating your account is not going to be the, the it's not going to be the way. Um, he wants to teach us discipline. So what for some of you, if God is telling you to deactivate your account, definitely obey God. But if for some of you, if he's not telling you to deactivate your account, work on discipline with your social media, with getting on social media, limit your time on social media. Just being is deactivating the account, yes, is fine, but God wants to show us discipline, and one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. 
So with that being started, um, I'm, I'm kind of going to go over the outline again. I don't know who all is on the line that um, was not on the line last week, but I, as you all will see, I did put week one. I put week one because last week it was just a lot of different trials, a lot of different things coming up. A lot of people was having problems with the, uh, starting the consecration. So I looked at that as a preparation week. Um, my computer got locked out. I had to pay $45 to get my password reset to get back into the computer. So just a lot of different things. But I do call this week one, and week one we're going to deal with perversion. Um, God did give me some um, a lot of some branches, and I'm going to discuss every branch every day. You will see a video through a private uh, through the ministry page on YouTube. It's going to be a private link. If I may ask you, please do not share that link. You can share the link if you want, but the only reason why I'm saying do not share this link is because I have to share the link with you all to view it. It's not going to be open for YouTube. This ministry, this consecration, will be an annual consecration, and so as of right now. Let's just actually allow it to minister to us. I am definitely submitting to it myself, even though I am the host of it. Um, it's definitely for me as well. So week one, we're going to deal with perversion. As for some of you, I'm going to break this down to kind of understand exactly what this is. This is a consecration to detox, to detox the body to revive the spirit, and to renew the mind. If anybody who was like myself, sometimes we can get so caught up in life and we can get so used to um, – being so busy or losing a part, losing ourselves in just everyday life. But what I've learned through my time is we constantly have to stay before God. We constantly have to study to show ourselves approved. And I don't know about anybody else, but especially in this hour, in this time, it is very imperative to be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. There are so many different doctrines. Everybody has a revelation on Facebook. Everybody saying the world is ending. The TV passes is preaching stuff. We need to definitely know God for ourselves and have that uh, relationship um, founded and continuously growing. Your relationship with Christ, it constantly grows. It does not stop. Just like your relationship with people, it grows, it matures, and it makes you stronger. So this consecration is broken down into three parts. The first 90 days is the detox. Um, this detox, I'm kind of going to, well, I'm going to tell you uh, the first the breakdown of it, and then I'll touch back on each part. The first 90 days, well, the first stage is acknowledgement and confession. It's going to be detoxing the body, but it's going to be also what's called the breaking spiritually. And what I mean by that is these five, uh, these pillars that God gave me, these are things that we're going to have to acknowledge and confess. You don't have to acknowledge it and confess it in a group. If you want to do that in a group, just fine. What I do ask of you ladies is, and I'm not saying this um, to be rude or to be negative, but during this timing, kind of restrain from sending me things via inbox because I want you to know that everything that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking is for you. I received a lot of uh, a lot of inboxes, and God is definitely working with a lot of you all before time. Amen. But I want you to be able to know that what the Holy Spirit is speaking is directly, it's the Spirit speaking to your spirit. I don't want anybody thinking, oh, she's just saying this because of what I inboxed her. I definitely don't want that. So kind of just let, especially with these pillars, I'm going to let you all know what we're going to be dealing with um, in the breaking. But the stage one, again, is acknowledgement and confession. It's the breaking. This is time where if that word cuts you or hits you, confess that thing to God. We, um, this is not time to hold on to it. If God shows you even things from your lineage of your bloodline, confess that thing and acknowledge that thing. Stage two is deliverance and healing, which is also repentance. This is where we're going to do a fast. And I'm going to say this to you all, ladies, upon what the Spirit of the Lord had given me. We have to prepare ourselves to fast. Um, some things only come out by fasting and praying. And a lot of traditional teachings have taught us that fasting means to turn off the TV, turn off the cell phone, or only fasting for a few hours, and that's fine. But we have to put – it's amazing because – we want more of God, but God is like, I need you to give me more of you. Whatever our heart and our mind is dedicated to, we're going to give it 110%. What I mean by that is, for instance, I love doing hair and makeup. So when I'm focused on that, I don't stop until I feel the hairstyle is complete, until it's, it's content. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm going to work, if you all think in your own life, whatever your mind and your heart is committed to, you're going to commit to it, and you're not going to let nothing stand in the way. So with this timing, let's prepare ourselves to really give our all to God. If you mess up, get back in it and keep pushing. Discipline yourself. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you all during this time, you're going to find yourself being tested. You're going to find areas of weaknesses that when they rise up, address them and acknowledge them. Do not beat yourself up. But this is a time during these first 40 days, do not be surprised with surface. The word of God says that he'll bring you out pure as gold. And we all know the story of gold. When gold is being tested and it's put in the fire, all the infirmities and the impurities has to rise up to the surface. So during these 40 days, don't be surprised if you're tested. You're going to be doing fruits and vegetables, and if anybody decides to eat the one clean meal, which I've decided I'm going to do myself, you're going to be eating one clean meal, but don't be surprised if at your job, not all of a sudden they have potlucks and sweets and all these different things, but take authority over your weaknesses, amen? When we fast in the spirit, we are actually strengthening our spirit and weakening our flesh, and so that's what we have to be able, our spirit man needs to be strengthened and our flesh needs to be weakened. Whichever one you feed more, that's what's going to be dominant. That's what you're going to submit to as far as your soul. So if your flesh is predominant and you're constantly feeding your flesh, then guess what? Your flesh is going to be who you submit to. But if you're constantly feeding the spirit, then you will submit to the spirit. So um, that's kind of stage two. Stage two um, during that time um, is just liquid only. Um, It's a liquid only and this liquid only is to truly turn down our plates, and it's truly to us. I'm talking about see God and spit in the truth. Don't say, oh, I can't fast. No, yes, you can. Yes, you can. We as a body, we have to get back to the fundamentals of the word of God, which is fasting and prayer. That's where the power comes in at. That's where healing comes in at. That's where deliverance comes in at. And most of all, you will find God downloading things to you by his spirit because your spirit is becoming stronger. Um, the last stage, which is stage three, is sanctification and purification, and the Lord told me it's the baptism of, of the fire. The last stage is reiterating. Anytime something is broken, it has to be put back together. Um, with these five pillars that God gave me, he also showed me during the last 40 days um, how to be able to re-implement. 40 days in the Word of God is very significant. It means a change. It means breaking uh, breaking something. It means um, time with God. It means breaking a habit. If you think about it, Moses spent 40 days on the on Mount Sinai. The children of Israel, they, they wanted for 40 years. Jesus fasted for 40 days. Elijah, when he ran, he uh, was in that cave for 40 days. 40 days is significant for a change. So once habits and strongholds have been broken, we have to begin to replace that with the spirit of God and the things of God. So this now um, opens me up to the next point. I'm going to show you all what we're going to be dealing with during these first 40 days. And I'm not going to go into each barrier until that week comes. So week one, we're going to deal with perversion. Week two, we're going to deal with the untamed tongue. Week three, we're going to deal with fear. Week four is unforgiveness, and week five is adultery. Adultery. I'm sorry, I said these out of order. Week one is perversion. Week two is adultery. Week three is unforgiveness. Week four is the untamed tongue. And week five is fear. And God gave it to me in that specific order for a reason. So we're going to deal with each of those things. After the after, and that's in stage one. In stage two, we're not going to really deal with anything. Those 10 days is going to be where you cry a lot and spare not against your own self. You're going to battle against your flesh, and we're going to be coming into agreement with the word of God, and we're going to lay ourselves on the altar. We're going to repent. We're going to really seek the face of the living God in action to purge us, to clean us. David said, show me the hidden sins of my heart that I may not sin against thee. In Psalm 51, he begins to say, ask God to, uh, to put in him a new heart and a contrite spirit that he may not sin against thee. So that's what we, um, those 10 days is going to be dealing with. The last 40 days, um, week one, we're going to deal with... Um, the tame tongue, I'm sorry, week one, we're going to deal with purity. Week two, we're going to deal with submission. Week three, we're going to deal with forgiveness. Week four, we're going to deal with the tame tongue. And week five, we're going to deal with faith. 
So those are that's kind of the breakdown of what you can understand and what to expect from this consecration. Um, week one, since we're dealing with week one, and I'm going to give you all a little bit about what perversion is, what God gave me. And for those of you who were on the line last week, yes, I'm going to reiterate the same thing because I don't know who was on who is on the line this time that was not on the line last time. Um, for week one in perversion. This is how God gave this to me, and this is what we're going to deal with. Um, Monday, well, every day of the week, we're going to deal with different things. One is going to be lust. One of the days we're going to talk about lust and really deal with lust, and God is going to show you the barriers of lust and how lust can creep in unaware. One of the next day, we're going to deal with fornication. We're going to deal with pornography. We're going to deal with masturbation, adultery. Legalism and homosexuality, and some of you all may be like, "What are these? Uh, what are these different uh, strongholds?" Should I say? But I promise you, if the Spirit of the Living God has called you to this, not only will this thing, uh, not only will each of these days is going to be able to help you, but even some things that you're going to be able to see that's in your lineage. And I'm going to say this to you all: How God gave this to me. Even though you may not be dealing with this, this some things could be laying dormant, and it may be awakening your children because of unrepentant things from your forefathers. The Word of God says that He visits the iniquity uh, to the second and third. I'm sorry, the third and fourth generations of the forefathers. So keep that in mind when we're dealing with this consecration. God wants us to be hollowed out. Consecration needs to be hollowed out. Fasting is what you do to get closer with God, but consecration is when you are hollowed out and God can dwell in you, and then you can be fit for the master's use. Hollowed out means your heart is hollowed out. It means your mind is being renewed. It means that you have taken authority over your flesh. It means that you submit to the living God. And in this dispensation, in this hour, we need to be submitted to God into spirit and in truth. It's no longer good enough to um, justify um, sinful lifestyles. It's not good to justify when we fall. We have to begin to acknowledge this thing. The severity of this thing is sin. The penalty of sin is death. Jesus Christ died for the remission of our sins, but we have to get to a place as in John chapter 5, he said, he who was born of God, again, of God does not sin. Now, there is a difference between flaws and sinful lifestyles, and the reality is it's time to be broken of sinful lifestyles Flaws can make us fall. That's why he said the uh, the righteous fall is seven times when he gets back up. But sin is so is so sneaky and so uh, it catches it catches us off guard because there are doorways that are laying dormant in us. Um, before I talk about perversion, if I can give you all a piece of my testimony, um, if you all saw in the group last week, I asked you all to pray for me because there was a situation that happened. Well, in the midst of that situation, I snapped on someone. I didn't use any profanity, but I snapped on someone and said some things that were very hurtful. And I was even a part of myself because I haven't spoken like that to anybody in a long time. And what the Lord began to show me, he began to show me how anger in an untamed tongue was still in me. And that thing was so heavy for me, and he showed me how um, if your tongue is not tamed by the spirit, that when you're irritated, when you're angry, when these different things come up, you're going to find yourself popping off. And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're not cussing. It doesn't matter if you're not popping off how you did in the world. But anytime you tear down the person and not the spirit, that's a problem. And so a lot of that he began to show me was because there was some unforgiveness that was laying dormant in me. And when we get to the week of unforgiveness, you will see where rage and all of these things come into play. I promise you, all of these branches go together. So for some of you, why did God give us perversion first? Why did he say, let's talk about perversion first? Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm changing my view on the periscope. So, um, perversion, perversion is actually talked about first. It's talked about first because of the magnitude of it, how um, a lot of people don't talk about this thing. Perversion is what allows the Antichrist to come in with doctrines of demons. Perversion is where lust comes into that. 
Perversion comes in and builds toxic relationships. Perversion is very, very, um, it's something that, to be honest, the root of a lot of people is, is a lot of people is perversion. A lot of times people told us, oh, it's, uh, I'm sorry, y'all, for some of y'all that's watching me on Periscope, you're probably like, what are you doing? Okay. I'm going to buy me another stand before the, a better stand. Okay. So perversion, I'm going to read what perversion is, and then I'm kind of going to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. I'm thinking that's going to be about 10 minutes, and then if you all have any uh, questions, then definitely do so. Um, what I do want to say is this, uh, this, 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 thank you, Lord, this timing, this consecration is not to be taken lightly. A lot of people, and we, I can't worry about people who are taking it lightly, who are not taking it lightly, but one thing the Lord began to show me, and I'm going to obey God, that what's beginning to happen is some people are in a group, but if you're not turning down your plate, if you're not taking it seriously, because of the magnitude and just being honest, um, the, uh, the type of boldness that God has given me, some people... It's, it's, you know, here it is. You're not going to be able to pull on the ones who's taking it seriously and you want prayer and you want all these things to be done for you, but yet you're not taking this thing seriously. God is saying to go out the loins, and it's nothing wrong with prayer, but this consecration is not to be playing around with. It's not, well, I'm just going to be in a group and see what everybody else is doing, and I'm not going to take it seriously, but now I need y'all to pray for me because this and this is going on because these people over here say, no, that's not how we're about to do that. That's not how the living God works. Um, so with that being stated, if, if you're not, if you if you feel that this is not the season or the time for you, that's definitely understood. Just go ahead and remove yourself from the group, and it's understandable. God has to call you to this thing by your spirit, not 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 by your emotions. Um, it's not something to be like, oh, okay, this feels like something. This has to be, you have to be drawn by your spirit. This has to be something where the spirit of the Lord has cultivated you to do. It has to be something that the spirit of the Lord has drawn you by his spirit. The word of God says we did not choose him, but he chose us. So this definitely has to be something that God, you know that God has called you to. And if God has called you to it, then I promise you, you will be rewarded because it is his will for your life. So um, I'm going to talk to you all about um, perversion. And I'm going to read to you all the notes that he gave me with perversion. The definition of perversion, it is the alteration of something from its original course, meaning, or state to a distortion or a corruption of what was first intended. So perversion is all great evil is the perversion of good. Perversion also is the misinterpretation, misconstruction, the twisting, the corruption, the misuse, this, the misapplication, or the debasement. Sexual perversion also means sexual behavior or desire that is considered abnormal or unacceptable. It also means corruption, wickedness, and immorality. Now, I'm going to read you out some notes of what the Holy Spirit gave me, and then I'm kind of going to let the Holy Spirit flow, and then we're going to, uh, we'll, I'll let you all uh, have your evening. Perversion goes undetected, and it has many branches. Perversion is, ba is based down through the bloodline through unrepentant sin from the forefathers. The root of perversion allows doors to remain open and allows our emotions to be manipulated, our bodies to not be a living sacrifice, which is holy and pleasing unto God, and it allows our subconscious to become not stable and allow our vain imaginations and high thoughts to disrupt our conscious mind. This is why we battle constantly and we do not understand why we have not made it to the place of harmony and complete wholeness in mind spirit, and emotions. If any of you all are on this line tonight, or if you're listening by replay, or if you're watching live via Periscope, you may find yourself at different times where it seems like you're up and down, up and down, up and down with your emotions. And some of you may be asking, God, when is it going to be my time? Or why hasn't this thing come to fruition? That is, uh, why this or why that? And that is where the enemy comes into play because there's a doorway of perversion that is laying dormant in you. Perversion is a stronghold, it's not a demon. Demons are to be cast out, but strongholds, they must be acknowledged, renounced, and repentant with fasting and praying. These strongholds, 
grab a grasp of our emotions, which then create vain imaginations and high thoughts in our minds. Strongholds create warfare, which we cannot battle in the quantum. They must be battled in God through Jesus Christ. During week one of our 40-day detox, we will deal with perversion. Each day, a different branch will be posted and dealt with. Daily, I will post a video about the branch. It will be posted through our, our private YouTube link, which only those participating in the consecration will be able to view it. Each video will allow you to understand the branch, acknowledge it, and if it is in your life, a prayer will also be accommodated with it so that you can lay this branch at the feet of Christ. Remember, this consecration this consecration is a time to be emptied out, and these branches and the outline of the whole consecration has been given by the Holy Spirit. To kind of also help you understand um, a little bit more about perversion, it's also a root that comes to swift one from the knowledge of what is right and also to destroy your righteousness in Jesus Christ. As the Holy Spirit is righteousness, perversion is a counterfeit, and it comes through a counterfeit spirit of Lucifer. As the Holy Spirit produces fruit that is good and righteousness through the works of Jesus Christ, perversion produces fruit that is evil and powerful through the rebellion of Satan. Perversion produces fruit such as immorality, wickedness, hate, depression, discord, impatience, maliciousness, rebellion, harshness, and self-indulgence, which is pride. Now, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But watch this. Perversion, if it goes undetected, it comes in many branches. And it's passed down through the bloodline through the repentance of the because of unrepentant sin from the forefathers. The root allows us, and this is what allows our emotions to be uh, manipulated, and it allows us to be to have these different branches. So here it is. So if the Holy Spirit is love, the root of perversion brings evil. Hate. I'm sorry, brings hate. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is joy. Perversion brings depression. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is peace, perversion brings confusion. It brings miserableness. If the fruit is long-suffering, which is of the Holy Spirit, perversion brings impatience, lack of patience. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is kindness, then perversion brings harshness. It brings meanness. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is goodness, then perversion brings evilness. It brings wickedness. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is faithfulness, perversion brings rebellion, disobedience. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is gentleness, the fruit of perversion is harsh. If the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control, then the fruit of perversion is lack of self-control. So what the Lord began to show me about perversion, a lot of things in life, and ladies, can I get real honest with you all, and let's, let's let the Holy Spirit have his will tonight. I mean, he's going to talk for, um, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit have his will. I plan for about 10 minutes, but definitely I decrease right now and allow the Holy Spirit to increase in me so that he can speak to whatever he wants us to hear tonight on this line. Perversion, because it creeps in unaware, that is where the root of legalism comes in. If a lot of you think back to your childhood, you encounter perversion at a child and you didn't even know what was going on. If you was raped, if you was molested, if you had, if that, my, I'm going to use myself. My very first encounter sexually was with a female, not a male. That is where perversion came into play at, at that root. At the age of five, I had an encounter with a female, a little girl. But see, that goes because unrepentant sin in my lineage and from my forefathers, 
Um, they didn't repent of incest. They didn't repent of homosexuality. Yes, Lord. See, the problem is we hold on to our pride, and that is another thing of perversion. Pride wants us not to confess. It doesn't want us to acknowledge because we've got to hold on to this image. We don't want nobody to know this about us. But if this thing is going to kill you, if this thing is going to be, here it is, if it's going to be a stumbling block or a stumbling uh, or something that now your lineage, your children or your children's children have to encounter, one moment, please. <laughs> if it's something that they have to encounter, why not acknowledge this? If you ladies are on the line tonight, then you have been heard. Someone has told you once upon, in your, and once upon a time in your life that you are the key to the generational curse in your family being broken. Has anybody on this line been told that? I think the line is unmuted, but has anyone on this line been told that this is the season where, not the season, I'm sorry, but has anyone been told that you are the key to the generational curse in your family being broken? Who's been told that? Someone say, someone yes. tell me if you've been told that or not. Yes. Amen. So since some of you all are saying yes, I just want to make sure that y'all following me here and that y'all are hearing me. Since some of you all have been told that, then what that means is there is some unrepentant sin in your lineage. That here it is, your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your great-great-grandparents have not, oh, Jesus, they have not acknowledged and repented of. And if some of you for a moment get out your emotions, thank you, Holy Spirit. If you let go of the title, okay, we think about titles all the time, that titles have to do with mother, father, grandparent, auntie, uncle, great-grandparent. But the Spirit of the Lord said, I need you to separate the title and I need you to get in the spirit because in the spirit, it is not a title. You are identifying to the spirit. Some of you, I'm going to go through perversion again. Carol, I was running with this. Some of you, you thought you was tripping. You let people tell you that, oh, it's not like that. But some of you felt lust from your own family members lusting after you. Some of you, if, if not everyone on this line, we've dealt with fornication, but let's take it a little bit deeper. Some of you are dealing with pornography or have dealt with pornography because somebody in the blood, I'm going to show you, remember, perversion, Jesus, 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 perversion has twisted pornography and has made it into something that is wicked. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to that in a minute. I'm, I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to wait till that day come to deal with that because I want to stay on task. Um, some of you, you all may have also dealt with masturbation. Some of you, if not you, you may have discerned adultery from one of your family members. Legalism. Some of you, you can look through the lineage of your bloodline, and it's like you see the people they love God, but they're bound up in legalism. They're bound up in tradition, and because of that, here it is. You're, you're, you're having a hard time understanding Christ for yourself. Catch this. I'm going to go, yes, Lord. Some of you, the only thing you know about Jesus Christ is what's been taught to you by your family. Catch this. You, you, you study a little bit, but the only time you study is what you hear from one of your family members. But the word of God says to study to show yourself a proof, a person who is not to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. Mm, you cannot have a relationship on God based on what your mama told you, based on what your grandmother told you, or based on what your grandfather told you, or your great-grandfather. You have to know this thing for yourself, because I'm going to speak this by the spirit of the living God, and I'm not going to hold it back. Some of your family members have passed on legalism to you, and what legalism is they have passed on a whole bunch of rules, yes, Lord, and they are founding salvation and be in the law or in rules and not in the authentic truth of the word of God. So some of you, you might not, they, oh, you can't dress like that. You can't look like that. Or you can't do this. You got to go to church every single day of the week. All these rules, but this stuff is contrary to the word of God. Let the word of God be true and everything else be alive. The word of God said that his sheep knows his voice. And if we be honest, some of you all got homosexuality in your family. Now, to show you the severity of this thing, and I'm going to take it biblical because some of you are, if one person might be like, well, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't believe that sin can be passed down through the bloodline. I'm going to take you out to the scriptures and show you just how serious this thing is. The word of God, and, and we, we, you know about David and Solomon, because of, um, I think it's David's disobedience, God told him, he said, I'm not going to strip the kingdom from you. 
He said, but I'm going to take it from your son. And now Rome's going to hit your son's house. But yes, it was David because of the covenant that God made to King Solomon. So God kept his, his covenant with Solomon. But David, because of his, his strongholds, here it is, who Jesus, that he had not dealt with. David had a very bad sexual stronghold. He dealt with adultery. He dealt with fornication. Watch this. Now, if you take a look at King Solomon, even though Solomon had all the wisdom in the world, he had all the knowledge in the world, but what the Lord showed me was that Solomon left the wisdom of God and began to lean to his own understanding, and he failed to acknowledge God in all his ways. How do we know this? What do you say, Prophet Judy? Because now you, you're about to challenge me here, because what you said is that Solomon, who had all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, he left that. Yes, he did leave that because Solomon began to marry. I believe Solomon had a total of 7,000 wives. He had more than one wife. And if you read the scriptures, these women, they turned their heart. It turned Solomon's heart from God. He began to marry women who did not believe in God. He began to marry women of paganism. He began to marry women who worshiped idols. And then he began to build idols for these women, for his life. That's why he said in the book of Ecclesiastes that he was on a search of a virtuous woman. Now, this is what happens when we are lean to our own understanding, when we lean to our gifts and not to God, it doesn't matter how powerful your gift is. It doesn't matter how powerful God used you or wants to use you. You have to stay committed to the spirit of the living God at all times. Even even the prophet Samuel had understood this because Samuel was a powerful prophet. And when God told him to go anoint the next king, when it had to do with David and his brothers, Solomon just, I mean, not Solomon, I'm sorry, prophet Samuel he just thought he knew who that king was going to be. But he leaned to his gift, and he didn't stay committed to God. And God had to tell him, wait a minute. I don't see how you see. He said, because I look at the hardest men. And that was a humbling experience for Solomon. I'm, I keep saying Solomon. Prophet Samuel, because what he had to identify is even though he heard from God and God used him, he had to keep his gift submitted to God. So now let's get back to David and perversion and how all this thing entered in. Solomon never repented of his uh Solomon lacked repentance of his uh of his adultery, of his um fornication, of his perversion. Ah, yes, Lord. And that perversion is what had what David struggled with. That's why David, come on, y'all, watch this. That's why David, when he saw Bathsheba, catch this, Bathsheba was another man's wife. And if you all understand the scriptures, the wife of Bathsheba was one of David's most uh, faithful and loyal wives. But because perversion is in play, who's Jesus? And remember, perversion, it means self-indulgement, which is pride. Perversion, it doesn't care who it hurts because perversion wants what it wants. And David submitted to perversion, tested. Even though he was anointed by God, he still submitted to that perversion. So what happened? He committed adultery because Bathsheba was married. <laughs> and he, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was married. If he wasn't married, Bathsheba was married. So not only did he commit adultery, but he also committed murder. He also committed lying and deceit because his faithful warrior, he sent him into battle. Here it is. David tried to cover up his perversion, and he wanted the uh, Bathsheba's husband to sleep with him. But because he, his, her husband was faithful to David and faithful to being obedient, and when he didn't fall into the trap that David was trying to set because Bathsheba got pregnant, he sent him out to war to be killed. This spirit of perversion is deep. The spirit of perversion is nothing to play with. Perversion brings in legalism. Texas, that's why you hear people saying, well, you can't judge me. He who would I say cast the first stone. You hear all this stuff because it is perversion. And perversion, it opens up the doorway to the Antichrist. And you have to ask yourself, what area in your life, who Jesus, are you playing with? Or are you saying, here it is, are you trying to manipulate God's grace to keep alive? Perversion, here it is. That's why God said the heart is wicked and deceitful. Why do you think David said, show me the hidden sins of my heart that I may not sin against thee? He said that I will write the word of God across the tablets of my heart so I may not sin. Perversion, if you are not careful, you will find yourself, here it is, you will begin to rebel against God, and you will begin to get in lifestyles as believers, everyone. As believers, you will get into lifestyles that is contrary to the word of God, and then 
in perversion. Now perversion is giving you vain imaginations and hard thoughts. And now here comes where you can't judge me, where God is a forgiving God. God's grace and his mercy endures for forever. That is definitely true, but grace and mercy must meet judgment. How do you think we're going to be rewarded? We will get our rewards in heaven because of the great white throne judgment. It's just like a judge in the natural. If you go before a judge, a judge can render in your favor or it can render against your favor. Now, grace, have anybody ever heard of what's called a grace period? And a grace period means it gives you a significant amount of time to make your payments or to keep your vow or whatever it is that you told somebody you was going to do. I hear you, Holy Spirit, have your way. If anybody has a cell phone, T-Mobile, Cricket, I only know about T-Mobile and Cricket because that's who I've dealt with. They give you a grace period. If you can't make your bill, you got to call them and tell them, I can't make my bill, and you have to first, before they will honor that and, uh, and implement that grace period, they're going to ask you, what day, can, what day are you thinking about? And then whether you say, oh, well, I'm thinking about this day, you may say three days, five days, seven days, or ten days. And based on what day, <laughs> oh, Jesus, then they implement it, and they say, okay, we're going to honor that. But you got to keep your word. It's the same way with God. When you give your life to God, we have to trust in Jesus Christ, but there are some things that God ain't going to do for us, ladies and gentlemen, if there's any men on this call, because it's called this part, this, well, I don't know who I've been adding to the group, but ladies, as women of God, we have to get to a point where we trust in God. We want a lot of times things in the natural without understanding who God is in the spirit. Let's go back and deal with perversion. Perversion, if it is unidentified, if it has not been repented, here it is. You can say sorry to someone, but have you repented unto God? I can, let's say if I was married and I committed adultery on my husband, I can apologize to him, but if I have never repented, that thing lies dormant in me. Catch this. And the enemy is so cunning. He is so deceitful. It can lay dormant in me, and now I'm having children. And then I may not deal with it again, but now I'm looking at my child and I'm understanding why my child now is dealing with adultery or why they cannot have a stable relationship. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I, oh, Jesus, I hear you, Lord. We cannot even boast about growing up in a two-parent household anymore because watch this. Yes, you may have had two parents in the natural, but what, is, what happened within that marriage? What did they go through? And the biggest question of the hour is did they repent unto God for anything that had to do with perversion? If adultery took place, if anything, if lust took place, if pornography, if legalism, homosexuality, if any of these things took place and it has not been repented of, then I guarantee that's why if you're a lady on this line who seems like, why, ha why haven't I found a good man? Why do I keep going through these with these type of men? Because there is something in your bloodline, honey. Some things you're not dealing with on your own. Here it is your dealing with because of the sins of your forefathers, which have not been repentant, but glory be to God, God has chosen you to be able to lay it at the altar and not just submit and repent for yourself, but you're going to break this curse on behalf of your family, and when you have children, or if you have children now, then your children are going to be birthed in purity, hallelujah, when Jesus Christ came and he tempted Eve, that's when perversion was birthed in the nature of man, why do you think he tempted Eve first and not Adam, because Eve is the woman by nature, she's a birther. She's not just a birther in the natural, but she's a birther in the spirit. Mm. And Adam was with her, but the enemy twisted the word of God and used it against her. Oh, God, he said, did God really say that thou should not eat of the fruit? And then not only did he twist the word of God, but he used it against her to get her to disobey God, to get into rebellion. And because of her disobedience, she birthed, she birthed a perversion to the nature of a man. Thank you, Lord. And that's why the nature of a man, by under the lineage of Adam, y'all better hear what the spirit of the living God is speaking. Because of the lineage of Adam, that's why Jesus Christ had to come, because he had to undo, here it is, not just what Adam did, who God, he also had to do undo what Eve did. So he had to work obedience, he had to work righteousness back in the nature of a man, but now this righteousness, this obedience, and this um, purity can only be found in Jesus Christ. Mm. 
It can't be found in your nature because your nature is, is, is who oh God, he said you are born and shaped into iniquity. By the nature of Adam, if here it is, oh Jesus, my God, yes, Lord. If there is anything that's unrepentant in your lineage, in your family, then here it is, you are still under the curse of Adam and Eve. <laughs> you got to understand what Jesus Christ did. You got to understand the power of Jesus Christ. You got to understand, we have to understand, and we got to let go of legalism. Think about it. I'm going to ask you all a question, ladies and uh, ladies, and I want you to really ponder what the Spirit of the Lord is about to say. We've been taught that nobody is perfect, right? We've been taught that we're going to continue to sin, and because of God's grace, that's, that, that's what we're taught, right? So how many of you are on this line, before I say what I'm about to say, if you would be honest, how many of you all have said this saying right here? Well, nobody's perfect, and I'm not perfect. I won't be perfect until God calls us home. Has anybody ever said that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Amen. I want the, the, the Lord wants to challenge yeah. that belief, and he's going to give you scriptures. That's why this consecration is so powerful. That sounds good, but it's not biblical. It's not biblical because First John chapter 5, he said in First John chapter 5, that he who was born of God does not sin, and Satan touches him not. So y'all probably like right there, that verse right there, you're like, where are you going? I'm going. This still got to do with perversion. So if you are born of God, right? And the word yes. of God says you does not you do not sin and Satan touches you not. Why do you think Jesus told Nicodemus in in John? He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you that unless you are born again, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You gotta be born again. So we got these two. Now tell me what does this mean? That greater is he who is in you than you than he who is in the world. What does it mean when he said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength? What does it mean in 1 Corinthians when he said that, that God does not dwell in an unclean temple? What the Spirit of the living God wants you ladies to know on tonight and to birth into your lineage? Here it is. Your perfection is only through Jesus Christ. When you die to your flesh, why do you think, come on, y'all, if Paul said, put off the old man, who Jesus, I feel, this, I feel the spirit of, uh, of wisdom and knowledge tonight. I feel the anointing on me tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If Paul said to put off the old man mm-hmm. and to put on the new man, and if he said to put to death your flesh, then tell me what is God saying and what is them saying? You, Jesus, I hear you. I'm telling you, I feel the spirit of the Lord all upon me right now. Jesus, my God. No one person in the word of God that after they had an encounter with Jesus Christ, they went back to sin. Name one disciple that after they had an encounter with Jesus Christ, they went back into sinful lifestyle. They did not. The woman who touched his robe, she did not go back into sin. Because what we have to understand is what Christ did on the cross, what the power of God that dwelleth in us, if we allow it, he will God. If God said in his word that he is able to keep you from falling, then ladies, may the spirit of the Lord ask you again, why have we accepted this doctrine that is not biblical? What you were telling yourself subconsciously and speaking over your life is, I hear this, that I will be open to fall, that I will be open to allow some type of sin to lay dormant in my life, and I will not take authority over sin because I will never be perfect, but may the word of God be true, because perfect means mature, and Christ matures you. So if Christ who was holy, and God said, be ye holy, for I am holy, and if he dwells in you, catch this, and you have been consecrated unto God, and you have been born again, then by by the word of God, you will not sin, and Satan will not touch you. Mm. Satan comes mm. after mm. us because there are doorways that are left open in our lives. There are doorways from our from our lineage, and here it is that the word of God said that there are doctrines of demons. And because test this, ladies, because because of a lot of people care more about money and building up themselves than speaking the truth of God, what happens is test this. Remember, perversion is legalism. 
We're falling under legalism and we're quoting things out of tradition instead of quoting the word of God. No, ladies, I speak over your life by the authority of the living God and I prophesy to your life that not only will you become mature in God, hallelujah, glory to your name, but you will allow the spirit of the living God to consecrate you out. I declare and decree over your life that you will submit to this consecration because God has called you to this and he will complete the work that he has assigned for you that not only will you consecrate and God will hollow you out, but that you will begin to change your lineage that your children, oh God, that strongholds that your children may be dealing with will be broken because of your obedience. I declare and decree over your life that you will seek the Lord that he, while he may be found. I declare over your life that the chains of perversion will be broken because of your acknowledgement, because of your confession, and because of your repentance. I declare and decree that we shall experience the day of Pentecost. It doesn't matter where what state we in or where we are at. Ladies, if we think about the things that we have been taught, it has been taught in error and catch this, there is a perverted gospel that is out there. Here it is. It's building up the kingdom of darkness, but it's not building up the kingdom of light. Baby, Satan has a kingdom too. Satan has an agenda too, and he has agents. Oh, God. The spirit of perversion is what will walk through the false prophet when the Antichrist comes. We have to begin to understand that this thing is so real. We got to get out the cliches of the church, and we got to stand in authority of the Holy Spirit. That's why God has called you to this consecration. Glory to your God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because here it is, lady, because perversion has is is is, is laying dormant. Test this. I was thinking what the Lord said, go ahead and run through these branches. Let's let's talk about what God is gonna do. Because perversion is there, idolatry Test this, ladies. It's somewhere in our life. And because of idolatry, we're rebellion in some area in our life. We have covetousness. There is a pride. There is a trust more in money than it is in God. We trust more in people than in God. And I'm going to tell you, say this how the Spirit of the Lord is sending. Some of you ladies on this line, are you listening by faith, that you know there's a call of God on your life. But because of fear, which is another stronghold, you now feel ministry. Texas, you even fear change for the better. You fear salvation. You fear confrontation. You fear rejection, and some of this stuff is hitting me too, because I, yes, Lord, rejection is a very good stronghold in my life, because it falls under fear. Adultery, when God tells you to do something and you don't do it, that goes into obedience, and then here comes rebellion. Uh, ladies, I'm going to speak this by the Spirit of the living God, and it's going to hit me too. If God has called you to ministry and you have not fully submitted into ministry, if he has told you to go to school, if he has told you whatever he has told you to do, to do and you have not done it, then here it is, and you begin to walk in contrary on what God has told you, then ladies, you are walking in rebellion. Yes. Stubbornness. Disobedience. Woo, Jesus, and because of idolatry and fear, now there's an untamed tongue, and now here it is, sometimes we speak death over ourselves. How many times, ladies, have you told yourself, you know, we speak death, but we don't even understand it because this stuff is in our subconscious. This stuff goes on in our subconscious, and that's where the enemy comes into, because we're so focused on the conscious, but your subconscious, that's what God wants to pure out. The word of God says, who can cleanse the sins of the conscience? Hallelujah. Because the conscience, if you are not careful, the conscience is what builds up strongholds, Texas, and it builds up, I'm sorry, the conscience is where vain imaginations and how thoughts exhaust itself because of the strongholds of the subconscious, and that's where the emotions lie at, and that is where everything that if we don't pay attention to, this is where it goes on. That's what we got to take authority of. That's why we got to ask, what are we meditating on daily? What are we giving our attention to? What are we guarding our days? Are you guarding what you see on Facebook, what you're looking at on TV, what you hear when you conversate with people, what songs you're listening to, what you're speaking out of your mouth, who is speaking, mm. how many of you have strong women or men in your life that'll keep you accountable and build you up in the spirit, if you got more people speaking to your flesh, then it's time for you to sever those relationships, I stop, here you Holy Ghost, because of perversion, if you got more people telling you what you can't do, if you got more people telling you that it don't take all that, it's too deep, and all this, you need to sever that, because that is a spirit of death talking to you, how many of you got some people that you can get into your phone and if you need to fast and pray y'all can get on agreement and touch on one accord test is it's not just about doing ministry together or, or going to the show and all these things but how many of you all can honestly look through your phone and say i got at least one or two women or men that i can stand in the spirit with 
That's why I, this group is you. That's why the Lord is saying to, he's pushing everybody, posting this group, because I guarantee you, you don't have that. That's why you feel drained a lot. You got people that are listening to you, but here it is. You pray for them more than they pray for you. When you need to fast and pray, it seems like you don't have nobody to do it, so you've been trying to do this thing on your own. But God wants to deal with perversion. Not only is he going to deal with perversion this week, ladies, but I promise you by the spirit of the living God, and he's wrapping this up, that some don't count it not strange in some relationships. God begins to show you the season is ended. Because that relationship was perverted, and where perversion is, you will find manipulation. You will find deceit. Some of you all are connected to people who's manipulating your emotions. They really don't care for you. They don't really care about the visions you got. They don't care about the dreams you have. They don't. They really here it is. They want to see you stuck. And so what it gives is they put here it is. They put on a form. They transform themselves as an angel of light. But they are not sent by God. They are sent by the enemy. And if you don't understand why you've been feeling drained, why you don't understand why what's going on, because God is about to sever toxic relationships. He's about to sever relationships that you picked on your own and God did not send. And most of all, he's about to sever relationships that serve no good to your purpose that he ordained you for. Amen. Amen. So, ladies, as we start on, on week one, may we come into week one, and I say week one, some of you may say week two, but I say week one, coming to this with an open heart, coming to this in spirit and in truth. And if there's any video or anything that is posted that convicts, then repent. You know, if you want to do an open, uh, 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 if you want to post your conviction, that's between you and God. Because we're not here, because if God called us to this thing, then I guarantee you there's something that we've all dealing with. And we need to know that we're not alone. We need to know that God is to strengthen us. And it's time to take off the mask. So come into week one and let's deal with perversion. And as we deal with perversion, repent. Led on the cross. And ladies, I guarantee you, thank you, Lord. The Spirit of the Lord said, count it not strange. He's going to strengthen us during this consecration. You're going to count it not strange when you find yourself. You're going to start off eating fruits and vegetables. But I guarantee you, by the end of these 40 days, some of you, you're going to find the Spirit of the living God. You're going to find that you haven't been eaten because he's going to prepare you for the 10-day absolute. God loves us. God wants to hollow us out. That's why he said, I searched through the land to find a heart like mine. So what I'm going to do is, well, okay, I'm going to end the recording right now because I'm going to open up the line because that way I wonder if anyone wants to listen to it, they can just hear the, the fundamentals of what was said. I'm going to give 10 minutes. If anyone has any questions, if anyone um, has any questions about uh, week one, I can address them, and then I'm going to end the call because it is kind of, it is late. Um, and I definitely, because I'm more, I'm more worried about the people if anyone is calling on Eastern time, because the hour in your time is 11.04 now, and I don't want to keep you on the line all night, especially on a Sunday. So give me one moment to end the, uh, the recording, and then if anyone has any questions, um, I will answer them. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.